Whether you just found your old sports card collection and you're wondering what to do with it, or you're an experienced collector, investor, or a skilled flipper, I believe competitive sports card collecting is for you. So What's up everybody, Paul Hickey here with NoOffSeason.com and I'm here today to talk to you about something I call competitive sports card collecting. What the heck is competitive sports card collecting? Well, to me, it's like a mix of fantasy sports, the stock market, sports betting, with a few entrepreneurial sprinkles flavored on top. It's all about skill, pride, bragging rights. Of course, it's filled with failures disguised as learning experiences and losses that ultimately help your long-term winning percentages. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about competitively collecting sports cards as opposed to the other three more popular terms that we all know of. One is the hobby, which is basically people who collect sports cards in sets or they have a personal collection of a particular player or team. Another one is an investor. That's somebody who buys sports cards for their prospective long-term value. And then, of course, there are the flippers that buy sports cards on the cheapest possible price and then sell them in the short term for the largest possible price. And this is sometimes a complete supply and demand game, and sometimes it's a skill or risky proposition related to player performance. So whether you just found your old sports card collection and you're wondering what to do with it, or you're an experienced collector, investor, or a skilled flipper, I believe competitive sports card collecting is for you. So let's jump in to what this actually looks like. For example, if I want to challenge myself a little bit and get competitive with my sports card collecting, uh, I would do something like go onto Facebook Marketplace and say a few months ago I actually bought this Trevor Lawrence Leaf iCard for less than $5 a card. I think I bought 10 of them off of Leaf's website and now it's being sold for $20 a piece on Facebook Marketplace. Same with this one, actually the, the old Pro Set style uh, Troy Aikman style card now with Trevor Lawrence with the college jersey on. Another example is this Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, rookie card. Um, I bought a PSA 9 uh, for $300 a couple months ago and you can see here there's one being listed for $400 so this would be another win for me similar to the Trevor Lawrence um, but if I go to the sold items listing on eBay I can see uh, how much I've really won or lost. You can see here, I bought it for $300. Now it's going for about $250. Giannis Antetokounmpo PSA 9 uh, rookie, NBA Hoops rookie, $329. So this and the Trevor Lawrence example would be examples of where I've won. Uh, I've bet on myself competitively, and I've said, look, I'm not necessarily in this for the long-term investment. I'm not necessarily in this to have a personal collection of Trevor Lawrence cards. And I'm definitely not in this to buy a $4 card and flip it for $20 as many times as I can because 
I'm a 40-year-old man. I've got a full-time job. I've got a family, and that's just not going to do much for me. But what will do something for me is the fact that I have the skill to say, I think a Trevor Lawrence rookie card is going to be worth more in three months than it is right now. I think it might be worth three to five times more in three months than it is now. And I have the balls to buy it. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. And then I'm going to have the bragging rights to my friends and family that I bought that. And now it's worth three to five times more than it was. That's what I'm talking about with the entrepreneurial sprinkles on top of the fantasy sports, the stock market, and the sports betting. Because fantasy sports, stock market, sports betting, you don't have anything. You don't have the card in your hand. And with competitive sports card collecting, you have the proof. You have the purchase history of buying the card. You have the card. And you can sell it if you want to. And I don't blame you for selling it. I'm going to sell some of my cards, as you can see, on my website, nooffseason.com. That's actually where I'm selling my personal collection. Another bet I took is this Saquon Barkley rookie. I think it's going to be worth $200 uh, when the NFL season starts in a few months. And even though that might date this video a little bit, the concept should never go outdated because I bought this Saquon Barkley PSA 10 for only $70 on Etsy. So that's what I'm talking about when I say competitive sports card collecting. Now, for my full strategy on competitive sports card collecting, you can actually buy my book on Amazon, now available. It's called What to Do When You Find Your Old Sports Card Collection, The Middle-Aged Dude's Guide to Selling Old Sports Cards. And you can even visit CompetitiveSportsCardCollecting.com and join a league that I'm starting for this concept. Again, I'm Paul Hickey. Thanks so much for watching. I would love it if you commented below on some bets that you're placing on yourself and your ability to predict not only what athletes are going to do well, but also why their cards will do well. Will their cards need to be ungraded or will they need to be graded? Um, there's so many different elements to competitive sports card collecting. Drop a comment below. I'd love to hear from you. Please consider subscribing to my channel. For more, visit nooffseason.com. Thanks and have a great day.